Hello! You're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 96, Sprints and Floors. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, and Jessica's Day, Day of, Fun. of Fun. Hello, hello. Hi, Rosie. How's it going? That's good, yeah. Just checking my notes. Should point this because I know what I'm going to talk about. Okay. I know I've just I've just written mine. I mean, we we had a slightly longer than usual preamble before we started recording, and I've just seen that Jessica's painted her hallway the most amazing pink. I don't know what I'd describe it as because it's not Barbie pink and it's not millennial pink. Yeah, it's not um, millennial pink. It's not Instagram pink. No, it's not Barbie pink. It's kind of pink. hot, hot pink. Yeah, there's a more of a sort of fire to it than a Barbie pink. Oh, I love pink so much. Yeah, it's got a, an element of fuchsia about it. Guys, it's really bright pink. It's real pink. Before my hall was white. It's real pink now. Oh, I love it so much. So, very exciting. I did the second coat this morning. <gasps> so that's it's very fresh. We're going to talk a little about our surroundings, etc. in today's episode. We are. And I'm just so excited about everything. How, how have you been, Jessica? I saw you on Friday. Yes, we went shopping. We had a lovely day. We did. We had a proper full day shopping trip. Yeah, we had. It was a day of fun. We start. We did it the correct way. We The first thing we did was we went and got a cup of coffee. We went to John Lewis' place to eat because we are not animals. Oh, I had a lovely Chelsea bun. I bought a very nice pink tulle skirt. And also, because it's 90s fashion, I'm like a very plain white crop top, but it, it tucks into this skirt and I've put it on today. And yes, it is a little Carrie Bradshaw in the opening credits to Sex in the City, which was not right. my intention. Right. Admission of one the huge blonde wig. That was where you went wrong, yeah. Yeah, but this was a real a real find, because I said I want to go and find some a nice midi-length high-waisted skirt, and I got this for a whole £7. Great times. What did I get? I got some exciting shorts. Oh, you got some great shorts. They're very Jessica Day. Yeah. Jessica introduced me to Tibbetts, the vegetarian buffet. Tibbetts. Tibbetts <sighs> is great. I think everyone should go to Tibbetts. It's on, I want to say, Madden Street, Hedden Street, something off. It's one of those little alleyway bit thingies off Regent Street that's just pedestrianised and is just like bars and restaurants. Yes. Anyway, really, really good food. And they do really good puddings, which is unusual for places that do vegan food. Not that places that do vegan food don't do good puddings, but it's unusual that I get to have a proper pudding that isn't fruit salad. So they stand out. Yeah, because we also went to Pan Quotidienne and the thing is Jessica is so unused to having choice in a restaurant that it becomes quite difficult. It does, because then somebody gives me more than, say, two or three options, and I, it takes me ages to read a menu. <sighs> Decisions. Paralysed with indecision. I had really nice avocado toast, so... But I forgot I forgot to uh, take a picture of it before I ate it, so, so I, it doesn't, I didn't put it on Instagram. Oh, I bought a really cool flamingo shirt. Oh, yeah, that was a good Oasis. shirt. I said, oh, should we even go to Oasis? I'm not going to buy anything in there. And as soon as we walked in, I was like, oh, okay, apart from this, and let's just look at all these things we love. Yes, we'll buy all of it. They've got really cool flamingo designs. So I've got a bowling shirt. I like the scarf. Yeah, I also really like the bikini, but I already own a bikini, and I cannot tell you when I last had cause to wear one. We we don't really do beach holidays, do we? Well, n- no, we went to Margate. Um, <laughs> yes. So so no, we don't do beach holidays, and uh, I I went swimming in September. So I don't know when I last went swimming. They're so you know they're fun to own, aren't they? Like oh, these are cute. Bikinis are a, a clothing item with a high cute ratio. Ratio? Yes. Yeah. Con- content. I suppose you could like sunbathe in the garden or something. But I'm just going outside, mate. I'm not doing that. You know, just sunblock on. Ways you could just like. Could just not... put my stitch onesie on and not even get out of bed. 
So yeah, correct, correct. A couple of weeks ago, Jessica. A couple of weeks ago, last week, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. We also saw each other for Easter Sunday. Yeah, we did. We watched Easter Parade. Yes, I watched it twice within 72 hours because I am committed. Good. We went to our parents and had low-key Easter Sunday. It was very pleasant. And last week it was the London Marathon. So I partook of my usual London Marathon, joining in by eating an absolutely enormous fry-up. I didn't have a fry-up, but I did watch the London Marathon, which is unusual. Sometimes I put a bit of it on and just go, oh, I can't be bothered. But um, I did actually have it on for a couple of hours, just... Uh, in the corner. I love it. I um, hit the red button and just watch the elite coverage. I don't want any interviews with normals. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> um, when we all watch, sort of watching it together and um, watching the um, elite women's one, mm-hmm. then that was just on regular telly. And then I did sort of just turn the volume down a bit as it, as the morning went on and they started just having regular people running in every so often they'd interview people and there'd be people in costumes. So I just sort of had it on in the background. Yeah, um, it was when the men finished their elite races that I stopped because I'd been watching it since it started. The coverage started at 8.30 and this point it was gone 12. Um, and I yeah. was so full of meat. Uh, <laughs> it was. I didn't start cooking till. Mm, nearly 10 and I had too much but that is what makes it marathon breakfast and this year uh, two sausages, two bacon, two black pudding toast, beans, mushrooms everything else, poached egg well it's not a sprint, it should be be an endurance yeah, I got to go to one of the rehydration stations by which I mean halfway through I went and made a pot of very sweet tea I mean the pot of tea wasn't sweet but I was drinking it with sugar which is very rare for me so it became like a lovely treat right I don't think that's what they what, what they throw at them off the table. No, you um, in advance you submit your own blend of what you drink, so they they you get the right person's water bottle, um, and it has your right. your sports drink wine. That's what I'd have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is only for the elite athletes, right? Not for no everyone else just gets water. You don't turn up and go, oh, "Hello, my name is Maria Stevenson." Because the organ. The organisation of that would be a nightmare. Can you imagine? Yeah, because they don't have two hundred thousand or however many people. It's not that many, is it? It's not, uh, you know, they don't have several thousand water bottles you'll queue up for. No, it's it, only for the elite people. You say hello. This is right. Mary Kaitani, and this is what she drinks. There was an episode of the Food Programme uh, last year about running food for running and what people. Um, yes, eat. I watched that and veganism. Yes, and there was somebody was who of went off to train. I think. Uh, with the Ethiopian team uh, they they were eating the most boring food and he would sneak out in the middle of the night to eat peanut butter uh, yeah. but they also interviewed one of the long distance a British long distance runner I think he was running in either the 70s or the 80s when um, you could be the best in the world and be British and also they didn't have sports nutrition science and he was saying that what they do you is just, got, you, had a, you had a pie uh, well you no afterwards pub. you had a shandy because it's uh, it seems like That's they were right. saying it's I knew quite there was good. Some sort of beverage involved because it's got uh, you know, it's got a bit of alcohol in it uh, to relax you, and there's a lot of sugar in the lemonade. And actually, it's not that stupid a thing to have. Like, don't go and do <laughs> yeah. some Jaeger bombs. And it's yeah, and you know, it's a pint of fluid. Yeah. In fact, the I'd listened to that, and then the next day I got home really late and was really tired, and I didn't know what to do, so I had a pint of shandy in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd been to the zoo, and I was like, oh, I'm tired now. What shall I do? I'm uh, I'm kind of hungry, but I'm very hungry. I'm really thirsty. And there's this really horrible beer in the house. Can I have a shandy? <laughs> no, you're such an athlete. I know. I don't think I've ever actually had a shandy. Oh, I really recommend them. They're really good in the summer. You have a okay. pint of shandy. Mm. And they're a way to make terrible lager drinkable. Now I want a right. shandy. Right, uh, okay. 
got some lemonade downstairs. I could live this dream. So that's how I partook of the London Marathon. Very good. I'm, I'm impressed with your work. I'm wearing running leggings today. Does that count? Just as they're comfy and I was doing housework. Um, Woohoo, the winner. Have you, have you done anything? Who are you? Well, I have finished Bunheads. Okay, yes. Rosie got me Bunheads for my birthday and uh, I finally started watching it. And I loved it. And now I've run out and there is no more. So that's both brilliant and disappointing. I've only watched, I think, three or four episodes. I've still got some to go. I don't know why. That's like a weird boast. You've got 14 to go. Well, we won't do it for late review anytime soon then. Well, we can do it. I mean, I might I might pick up the pace a little. I finally watched uh, a lot of Grace and Frankie, uh, series one, the other week because... I love Grace and Frankie been taking a lot of train trips and Netflix's downloading is really useful for that because if you're that does revolutionize everything four hours on the train in a weekend which I've been doing then you can really crack through quite I'm really excited I'm going to get through so much tv although I'm a bit worried about because I was going to start downloading the Americans from Prime but that is quite saucy and I know that Grace and Frankie the series three plot is that they have a sex toy business um, which I'm sure do, is, yes. you know, it being Grace and Frankie is not going to be explicit, but also possibly not the sort of thing you want to watch on the train. Well, I was about to say, okay, you might want to rethink that before you reach season three. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, I'm sure I can find other things to watch. I, I don't think you'll be short of any options. No, famously. There's all of Julie's green room. Well, I've, quite, I've nearly run out of that. I I'm... have run out of that. That's the other thing I've done. I finished it. Oh, uh, what? I've watched... It was a sheer delight. Um... I've watched uh, up to Ellie Kemper's episode, so I've quite, I'm quite near the end. Oh, I'm excited for Mash Up the Musical because presumably that's what the last episode. I, is. I won't, I won't say anything. Okay, good. I will uh, let you get there by yourself. God, I love television. I love everybody and television. Good. Where have I put my notes? Oh, I made a huge mistake. I got up to go and paint my nails. Get nail varnish. Yes, I worked that out. I could see you doing it. Well, I realised that I hadn't put a top coat on this, these, and I could sit, and they would sit and dry while I was recording. Good plan. Good plan. So you finished Bunheads. You finished Julie's Green Room. Oh, I know what you're currently watching, though. I Zombie, obviously. Yes. Um, yes. So I Zombie is back, which is very exciting. Released to Netflix every Wednesday in the UK. Um, but also, you know what? Also, is released to Netflix every Wednesday in the UK, Rosie. Sure. Pretty Little Lies. Why do you yep. do this to me? Uh, they're back. I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last episode. Anyway, when it's done, it's done. I think we did talk about this in the last episode. Then I never have to watch it again. Yeah. And I know you enjoy... I haven't given you any updates from this one, from this most recent episode. Oh, don't worry. I'm okay. I'll live. I can't remember any. So obviously nothing that exciting happened. It's so bad. My favourite. Uh, What a terrible TV show. Did you say you'd settle up with Once Upon a Time again? Uh, Yes, I watched one one episode the other day one one episode in a bit was that quite and enough just sort of thought yeah that was quite enough for the time being um i think that's one of those shows that you, when you're not watching it you don't care and then once you start watching it you're like yep right let's go let's finish it mm. and then as soon as you stop watching it you you don't care anymore so i think it takes more than it because i haven't watched it for so long it takes you a while to get back into it i yeah. think but again bitter ending it's like i've 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 got this far it's a disease uh, we've dealt with uh, Jekyll and Hyde. They've been dispatched, and um, now we're on to Aladdin. I can't. The chap who plays Aladdin is uh, Australian, I believe. Um, he is playing it with an unexpected Brummie accent, which I'm pretty sure Cockney in the first scene he appeared in. So who knows what's happening there? 
Jasmine has an American accent, despite the fact that they're both from Agrabah. Who knows? Who's to say? I think it's supposed to denote his urchinness. Yeah, I remember there is a subset of uh, American urchins who are all Brummies. Yeah. So we're going to have a main discussion. Is that the jingle? No. Well, I Lord hopes not. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, we thought we would talk a little bit about something that has been preoccupying the two of us uh, in recent times, um, and we touched on it a bit. And it's not because we haven't thought of a top five to do. That's not what it is. No, not what we're doing this. It's 100% what it is, but... It's not not wrong. Exactly. Thank you, Margaret. Um, and we thought we would talk a little bit about decluttering, because that is a real favourite topic of ours. I know there aren't any really good decluttering programmes on television at the moment, which I think is really upsetting, because no. it's one of my favourite genres. Well, this is exactly... People who have too much stuff, and then at the end they have less stuff. Yeah, I've written some topic headings for, for this discussion to kind of guide it. You wouldn't know it from the way I handled the intro, but... Um, uh, my first one was decluttering on television because I think this is where my love of a good declutter came from, which was the television program yeah. The Life Laundry, which used to be on BBC Two, yep. which I know we've spoken about before, but it was amazing. Now the thing is, there's with decluttering, it's people who are at the extremes of untidiness as opposed to uncleanliness. Um, sometimes the two <laughs> yes. meet in a hoarding program, but I'm not necessarily interested in dirty, dirty people. I don't need a how clean is your house, although I have <laughs> yeah. watched a lot of how clean is your house. How clean is your house is too much. Um, obsessive compulsive cleaners, no thank you. But people who are overwhelmed by things that don't make you think, oh, there's a rat for sure, um, then then I'm into that. Although so... sometimes like that is that is like an inherent part of it just because you can't get to things to clean. Yeah. It, but that's not the, the main issue, that's a symptom. Um, and so in something like the life laundry, that was sort of, it was more about people with clutter rather than with hoarding problems because they could yeah. usually use the toilet. And I think if <laughs> yes. you have no obstruction to uh, cooking, bathing, or as uh, disability assessors like to call it, toileting, um, then <laughs> you do not ablutions. count as ablutions. Yes, if you can manage your ablutions, then um, <laughs> that, uh, basically if nobody's going to have to do a close-up of the disgusting state of your toilet, then you are a clutterer, <laughs> not a hoarderer. If you use your bathtub as a storage facility, we've, we've tipped over the edge. If you sleep in a armchair because your bed is being used for storage then don't go on the television go to a doctor um or do go on the television and go to a doctor um but life laundry they turn up in in people's homes uh, announced um and then they'd find like a nearby like a sport yeah it wasn't hall. like trini and susanna that's a separate oh my god can you imagine if you combine the two and like your friend had written in they'd followed you they'd just like filmed inside your house but your friend was like i've got to come over um you pop out and there's no film Send cameras the to the bbc and was like this is my dirty friend and then two harridans had watched it and judged <laughs> judged the home and like you broke it in to like a birthday party to surprise them and change them in front of their friends and family <laughs> they didn't do that oh my god what not to wear was the worst program also if you ever look at anything anyone says uh, like sometimes people will find old copies of their books and put them on twitter with like their advice is diabolical and everything they wear <laughs> is disgusting and most of the times what they say is wrong is actually now looks better than what they're like you should consider wearing this i apologize for that digression i just like you know sometimes the spirit moves you the spirit of being trini and susanna so uh 
Donna, who was the American host, um, would turn up in your house and expected let's not go down that again and then they would take a like put a big tarpaulin in a garden or go to a sports hall and take everything out so you have to it different the second the blue tarpaulin comes out in any scenario life yes. launch or not the second the blue tarpaulin because like these people mean business yeah so they and they just move everything out of your house and you just go through it and so it wasn't being looked at in situ and they'd just try and chuck and they, it was good because they would have like skips but also it meant that things could be easily taken away to a charity or to donate because that was a, a huge part of uh, or a problem I find with decluttering is that do you ever look around shops that are like those weird shops you get on high streets that kind of sell everything but also a lot of plastic boxes outside the ones where they kind of spill out onto oh the yeah street. we've got two of them and they're literally across the road from each other the tat shop but if you want something they've probably got it but I find sometimes I look around those shops and I'm like we are making way too much like there is a factory where they're making all of this town like we don't need we we have made enough there's a really interesting episode of 99 uh, invisible where they talk about um this is the, chi- the christmas like, decorations ta- the town ta- the town yes this like one town in china makes all the christmas decorations but like or like this particular factory just makes them and um there are like whole towns that just yeah they just manufacture wholesale plastic items for the western world so they would then go through all of their stuff and then maybe do a quick like 90s style home makeover, like a paint on the walls and put everything back so it yeah. looked all nice and they could use their new homes. And I love that. And we've talked about my love for the hoarder next door and Dr. Stelios waving his hand in front of people's Stelios. eyes. I think that's a, an important difference or distinction between hoarder next door and such programs and um, life laundry is life laundry never offered any psychological or uh, like evaluation or therapy yeah. like they just literally removed stuff from people's house and kind of got rid of it so i think that it is important that, they, that the people involved in that work did tend to be cluttered not yeah because hoarders. if you then watch um if you will say compare hoarder next door to the u.s program hoarders then the hoarder next door they spend weeks and weeks and weeks um getting the people ready to then go and do the big clean and like they'll say things like Today, all you have to do is throw out five things and training them for that. Whereas on the US program Hoarders, they've got what sounds like the law and order sound effects. They're like, boom. <laughs> there are two branches of law, clutter and hoarding. Um, these are their stories. Um, and then it will be like these terrible sort of stories, people like talking heads, talking about the absolutely abominable psychological issues they clearly have developed through life. And, hor- and the horrendous like misfortunes yeah, and, yeah. Like, um, that have befallen them. Or the terrible things that have happened to them in their lives. And then they're like, so anyway, we're just going to turn up straight away. And then they have two days of people just trying to get rid of everything with people who are so clearly, deeply, mentally unwell and who need loads of therapy. And then afterwards you get a a shiny like blonde lady being like, and don't worry, we've given them aftercare. Bye. Okay, good. You're not going to do any before care? And always cat skeletons. Oh my god. I mean, animal hoarding is obviously really bleak because there are animals involved, but at the same time, every so often you catch a bit of a television program where they're like, we found 40 cats, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> what now? There was an episode which in the description of Hoarders said that she was hoarding Cabbage Patch Kids, so I found this episode specifically and watched it, and yes, she yeah. wasn't hoarding Cabbage Patch Kids. She was hoarding generic dolls and toys oh of the Oh my 80s. god, I can't believe they lie to you like that. They lie to me and they abuse my trust. So we obviously have a, a, a media-based enthusiasm for decluttering um, and tidying programs, um, but I've been doing some in my bedroom at the moment and Jessica has been doing quite a lot in her house recently. Yeah, I did not know that you do not need to keep credit card statements for so long. Yes. <laughs> so they've gone. Yeah. Um, I've shredded so much 
I um I know we've just been shopping, but I'm trying to sort of look at what clothes I have. So I kind of still have I still have quite a lot of plate stuff in our parents' house, and I'm beginning to realise if I've not used that for two and a half years, probably don't. Do you need it? Need yeah it. So I'm going to go and finish moving out next week. I am trying to curate my possessions more. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously very selective about what what I add to the collection. Yes. Trying to be more ruthless in what I hold on to that maybe I don't need. I think clothes is a big thing. The shirt I'm wearing now, I wear probably once a week at the moment. Yeah, there are some clothes which I wear all the time and there are other ones where I don't and then I think, oh, maybe I can. And there, there are things I'm like, oh, I really like this, but do you like do you, wear do you it? like it that much because when did you last wear it and then obviously you have things like well I really like this and I don't wear it very often because it's an occasion piece yeah and you have to you know cater for different seasons and stuff but yeah, yeah. it's so satisfying I've been saying for a while that by the time I die all I want to own is one bowl and one spoon and I would like both of which should be flammable and they should be burned with me <laughs> um because uh or biodegradable too much stuff um and I've been looking a lot at like the books and DVDs I keep and I, I think that like books I count as a different thing to like general possessions, but there are so many. I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe actually I don't need all of these. Books are my one thing where I'm. I think that I like they count separately. Yeah, they count separately, and you don't need to get rid of them. I like the idea of having read a book and putting it on a shelf, and even if I don't ever read it again, it's there, mm-hmm. and it's like an old friend. Although I'm sure there, are, I do have books that I don't need to keep. Yeah. Like, things that I've started and have I mean you know some of them are like once upon a time I do as we all know I have this terrible problem with although I haven't bought books recently uh buying them starting them never finishing them yeah. but then there are I, once I get so far into a book I'm like well I'm going to finish this even if it's not like top of the list of favorite books there's one book that I'm looking to uh, looking at right now which I'm about halfway through and I hate the main characters so much that I just I don't know if I'll ever finish it but I sort of sort of want to hate read it just so I can be like well I'm done with it I can get rid of it wow so that's the manifesto on how to be interesting which okay. is in YA and it's not good don't buy it so there are things that I feel like equipment craft equipment um books like practical things but I hate knickknacks, which I know is stupid for somebody who has started collecting Funko Pops. <laughs> but I, I generally reckon I hate knickknacks, but I'm looking at the um, top of the bookshelf sitting opposite me, um, and there are there are some bits and bobs on it. Yeah, Marty McFly Funko Pop, um, Giselle, a uh, Giselle, sorry, Giselle, and just various things that I've acquired over the years. A lot of them are gifts, though, so I think they're like, and they, and I don't. And I like them. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like yeah. when keeping things for the sake of keeping them, or it's like when if you get gifts and you're like, uh, this isn't really me, or if like things have come from a special, like this, this was from so and so, and I'm like, okay, cool, but as an object, I hate it. <laughs> um, and I think that you'd have a right to. None of them aren't me. Everything I'm looking at, I, li- I have in my living room because I like it. Yeah. I just maybe didn't acquire it myself. I mean, I also have like a paper, a pinwheel thingy that I made at Brownies which is sitting in a, an old like lemonade bottle which has a really it's a really fancy bottle it's got like a pin-up girl in front of it and that just is something that I have in my living room as decoration <laughs> um and then it's sitting there and it's like next to a propped up picture that I got at um, Comic-Con but there's so much joy to be found in putting a bin bag a full bin bag or like a big box of recycling or taking a full bag to the charity shop because I would like to stress only yeah. things don't only be binned as a last resort 
recycle everything and or donate things. One man's junk is another man's new junk. <laughs> <laughs> I like opening up the lid of the paper recycling and tipping in a load of magazines. Also, they're really heavy to carry downstairs, and they're like, I'm so light on the yeah, way back Yeah, I know, there's like, a point where you're like, like I mean, I've literally got rid of, like, a small Spiritually plan. and metaphorically, but also, like, I'm literally not weighed down by them. Um, so I've been rearranging my bookshelves, and there was just so much joy last night of, like, moving things around, and I've put some, I've I've tipped some books onto their side so that they create a little flat surface for a Funko Pop to sit on. So currently, I mean, it's not thematic, but the Lord of the Rings currently has Hillary Clinton standing on it. <laughs> Make your own political jokes. Um, uh, and because there's, there's so yeah, there's um, so much something joy. about Sauron not being defeated by a man. Oh yeah, I am no man, but then it's it first it was the Witch King, and sorry, I've not read Lord of the Rings. I've tried, but it is honestly like the Bible because there's a bit where dwarves are all like, (laughs) and then Thruendil, son of Horendil, son of Boobadu, son of Bumbadu, and I'm like, oh, I wish I were dead. I would just let evil happen, (laughs) like let Gollum bite off my fingers and feed me to some fish. I'm really sorry. Our our dad is going to be so upset (laughs) by that riff. Um, so, so disappointing. I, I, you know what? I will try again. I will try again because it's not what you achieve; it's what you attempt. Um, I'm just coming out with all of the snappy little things. Um, but yeah, there's so much joy, and then, and then, like when you have a little space that you've done, and then you, yeah, you take. I've been um, reading a lot of magazines. Uh, when I've been doing my little sort of pacing, I'll do ten minutes on, and then five minutes of sitting reading a magazine, and you can whip through a lot of women's magazines because, spoiler alert, they're all the same. So I'm like, oh, I'm done. They're this. all the same. And then you go through them and I've taken like a huge stack of women's weeklies to the recycling. The articles are not taxing and you've probably read it before. Yeah. Also, I'm so behind. Some of them for, are October and they're like, here's what fur gilets you should be wearing this month. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I think not. No. Uh, um, <laughs> no, thank you, sir. No, I said no, thank you. One, it's May. Two, I, should you ever wear a fur gilet? No, uh, but Jessica, these are magazines for 40 year old women. <laughs> so I thought maybe we should share some tips. Yes, let's go. My tips, I, I, I love um, a timer, um, which I have taken inspiration from partly uh, my treatment for chronic fatigue syndrome about pacing. So I currently, when I'm doing things around the house, I'll do 10 minutes on, so 10 minutes pottering about whatever that is. It might be opening my post, it might be putting away laundry, anything. And then I'll do five minutes off, by which I mean I'll sit down and read uh, magazine articles or like something very gentle. Usually, just picking up and reading, and that is really good. And it's combined with that and the medium of uh, unf your habitat, uh, which also uh, yes, suggests was, you do. That's these. exactly what I was about to recommend. They do twenty minutes on, ten minutes off. Yeah, twenty tens. Um, and and the thing is to do it based on what you can do. So I can manage smaller ones because I have smaller amounts of energy. But it's really good because you might only do one twenty ten, but then you've done it and also it means that you're not like oh i'm gonna tackle my whole room in one day i'm gonna do the whole thing like it's a it's a long process but like if you take 10 minutes every day it's a marathon it's a marathon not a sprint have a big breakfast before you start Uh, eat loads of black pudding regret every choice you've made up to that point and then burn everything you own that's right right yeah just move just move well you start a small (laughs) isolated house fire get your insurance claim in before that happens uh yeah do it in small manageable chunks that's my my method oh bits get worse before they get better yes you have to accept that it is briefly like your your room is going to start off looking normal and then it is for some time for the length of time it takes you to sort whatever like box or file or shelf or whatever it's going to look horrendous Mm -hmm. just work through that 
even if you have to like go away and cook dinner or do it like finish the next morning you're like, like that's fine like just make sure you don't trip over anything yeah and it'll be done get a good shredder get a good shredder yeah get a cross yeah. shredder what is this nonsense about just the one strips people can stick those back together don't leave a paper trail yes this is my to do with your small is- isolated housefire <laughs> yeah Exactly. I mean, you want to keep a paper trail so you can claim, but you want to leave a paper trail of say that you listen to this podcast. So I might not. You, yeah. Um, save save your Snapchat receipts. Oh my god. Do not leave a paper trail. <laughs> yes, that's the thing. Always keep your receipts. Never leave a paper trail. Always have an exit strategy. <laughs> <laughs> These are my three tips. This is why when I used to work in an office, I would just constantly be telling people: be mindful of your paper trail. Always have an exit strategy. I don't work in an office anymore because. I had an exit strategy. It was chronic <laughs> illness. It was not a good plan. Um, uh, good music. You should always have good music on. Or like TV that's really mindless in the background. Yeah, so it's perfectly so something you've seen before and don't actually need to watch the screen. Like don't watch I the wire did for the first my... time. <laughs> don't watch the wire. It needs to be something um, with kind of bright colours, a lot of dialogue that kind of witters away yep. um, and joy. I watched a lot of Miranda while I was mm. doing all my paperwork last week, which was perfect. And if you have it on like Netflix, it just keeps going if you haven't finished by the end of the uh, Yesterday while I was doing my bookshelves, I had a Zaps Entertainment that I had videoed. That, see, that's perfect. Yeah, because I'd seen it before. It's small chunks. Um, I recommend um, make a cup of tea before you start. Really? Oh, I know yes. this is my philosophy for life. Especially... If you are doing something like paperwork and you can just be sitting still, you don't need to be like moving, moving furniture around or anything. Yeah. You have like all your little, you have your, your big folder in front of you and then you have like your little piles and then you have your cup of tea and your entertainment and then you're just, you're set, you know, you don't need to go anywhere. Um, have a reward planned for afterwards as well. Now you might say that decluttering yes. your house is its own reward, but I would say that cake is its own reward. As somebody who's only <laughs> currently able to work by sticking gold charts, gold stars on a chart, you might think that writing a book is its own reward, but no, action figures are their own reward. <laughs> rewards are their own rewards yeah everyone knows this I, I would say that it's often surprising by what you can do uh, if you have a list of the small jobs that you think uh, that you've been putting off and you think are now too enormous give one of them a go just give it a try yeah. i was like oh this is a huge job i'll never be able to do this and then five minutes later you're like i i regret <laughs> why did i keep claiming i couldn't do this <laughs> i regret everything yeah like we had a broken <laughs> cupboard for like three weeks and i fixed it in approximately 45 <laughs> seconds which made me feel incredible because i was concentrating on that but i was also like probably could have not had a broken cupboard for three weeks fix your small job <laughs> you should set a timer everyone should set a timer for five minutes every day just to do the small things a small things timer yeah we should sell them and move to maui on is maui a place or is that just a ca- yeah it is uh, we should move to hawaii on the profits of our yes, small yes, things you're welcome. timer you're welcome and i believe you have some recommendations of podcasts about decluttering jessica yeah, um, there's a one which mother I'm blanking on the name of, so let's just declutter three six five. Yes, is it declutter three organize three six five with Lisa Woodruff. 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 She gave one of the best pieces of advice that I've been like telling my entire family about. You do not need pictures of other people's holidays. So, like, if you're going through old pictures and there's like a landscape, you don't need a picture of a landscape. I often find when I look at things, I don't need pictures of my own holidays. There are times I'm like. Yep, that's sure some trees. Yeah, that was like specifically in, refer- in reference to um, boxes of grandparents' pictures. Yes, but um, yeah, like photos, you don't you don't need a random picture of some hedges. Yeah, and also Just get rid. here is another tip, which is Just get rid. Um, 
like if you have things in boxes or if you don't have things in boxes get a box like a small little box like a little plastic crate put everything that you want to sort in it take that maybe to a dining room table or a kitchen table or your living room floor sort that box out just sort it by box you don't have to do like the whole room at once just fill a box and remove it from its regular situ yeah because you become place blind that sentence made sense Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, you get place blindness. Yes, um, yes you can't you, recognise. Yeah, remove it. Go to a different... Go with your box to a second location. Yeah, unlike a hippie, take your box to your second location and then start your house fire elsewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love clearing. Mm. What's the next thing you want to clear? Have you pretty much got rid of everything you've ever owned, Jessica? Because it's kind of like... It feels like it's an on... Um... Like, you need to do a big thing when you're doing a big declutter, but then I like... Like, it's kind of nice to keep maintaining, whittling it down, literally, yeah. till you have your bowl and spoon, yeah. and then you can mm. die. I'm just clothes, clothes and bags. Like, oh, I'm looking yeah. at a bag right now that I can get rid of. Yeah, I've thought of a clutch bag I don't want anymore. It's a de- And it's a decent bag, so it can go to the charity shop. So, um, we love decluttering. Oh, come talk to us about decluttering. This whole um, segment is just an excuse for me to have people to talk to you about decluttering, Jessica included, obviously, but if you yeah, want to come get, and talk... Get on. Get on Twitter. And... Come and tweet at us at the Day of Fun Show because I love... Show me your before and afters. Go on the Unf Your Habitat Tumblr and click on the before and after tag. Because oh what God, they do is... Yeah, oh my God, there's a Tumblr. They get pe- people submit photos. So they take a before picture and then they will take progress pics maybe every 20 minutes at their 2010s or just throughout. And then they post their afters and they look so good. Although I don't know what it is with Americans keeping things on the floor. <laughs> um, okay, I, I having never seen this Tumblr, I'm just desperately trying to visualize. No, but like, what okay, it's not on the floor, the but like, there's. Do you ever find it really weird? Well, sometimes they have this on hoarders. Probably not Americans at all, but they'll just be like stuff on the floor, like leaflets and like old packets of things, and they're just on the floor. And you're like, how did you drop that and not pick it up? <laughs> and it's always on this weird grey carpeting, and it's like you know they're always in those American. I don't think we can alienate an amount. A massive portion of our listenership. It's always in American. I mean, admittedly, it's an American website, so that's probably why. But it's always in American real estate. You can always tell American houses because they're really the ceilings are low, but they're really spacious. In like American new builds, because they have and they keep all their stuff because because they have space to put all their stuff. (laughs) No, there's no need for shelves because. There's additional there's additional floor space that's being used correctly. Yes. It's when it's like it's one thing that's to have like, too that's much stuff. British in cupboards. people don't have anything on the floor because we don't have any, we don't have floor, any space. floor space. We have to go upwards. <laughs> With all the all of our buildings are so close together that we have to go up the walls, you see, so we just have, we we just shelve everything. Yeah, I we, we shelve our like, rubbish. Yeah, I know this is a joke, but that is why, because Americans have so much floor space that you'll be like, Yeah, we just keep things on the floor over there. <laughs> I did I didn't know what to do, so I just put this leaflet. <laughs> It is. Right, honestly, I'm going to take screenshots of hoarders because they always are just like, how did that get put in? Like, I can understand boxing things up, like stacking things up, but it's the way things are just like on the floor. (laughs) There's enough room to lay everything out individually. Maybe, is there a blue tarpaulin? Is that what's happening? Maybe they're midway through. Oh my God. I I think that might be it. Americans, you keep your stuff on the floor, get in touch. Okay. Please come find us on Twitter and explain this. And also, we're really sorry. I'm not sorry at all. I have, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to follow my paper trail, no of which regrets. I have been mindful. But also, I need an exit strategy, and my exit strategy is Jessica, what's your song? 
my song is oh my god I could forgotten we even did we even did this segment um no I uh we usually do it for the big one my song is picture in a frame by Tom Waits okay no picture on the floor <laughs> and what I mean in. the frame might be on the floor might just be leaned against the wall great stuff by Tom Waits that's you know hello yeah I would love to one day have have a bedroom big enough to have a full-length mirror that's just like propped against the wall yes you know yeah Yes, it's by Tom Waits. Yeah. Oh, hello. I don't know. You know, he's got an old voice. Lionel Richie. <laughs> hello. Is it Tom Waits you're looking this episode? This episode. Ever since I put your picture in a frame. On the floor. <laughs> okay, well, my song is called Trifecta, brackets, Ricky Baker song by Monica, which is from the film Hunt for the Wilder People, which you should all be watching because it's directed by Taika Waititi, who directed What We Do in the Shadows, and it's got Reese Darby, my beloved Reese, my precious Murray, is in it, and it's a New Zealand comedy, and well, yeah, it's a really, well, it's, it's like What We Do in the Shadows, it's a, a film from New Zealand, and. So there's... one of those things where it's less as a comedy, and then you're like, when is the funny stuff? No, is it's it funny all the way through, but they. There's, right. um, it's tempered. It's tempered. Yeah. Kind of. Well, there's a uh, part of the plot is motivated by a death. Oh, that's fine. Death is hilarious. Well, I'm yeah. But what we do in the shadows is all about vampires. So I don't no, know. that's what I tell other people anyway. <laughs> um. Uh. Uh. But there's a bit where they sing a birthday song because they were filming it, and then they realised they didn't have the rights to sing Happy Birthday because it was before the rights got um, freed up. So on set, they improvised a new song about singing happy birthday to the character of Ricky Baker and then over the credits a, a band recorded it as a proper song and it is absolutely dynamite Amazing. and also I would like to point out that my name scans to that so if anyone wants to sing me the it is for my birthday um, happy birthday Ricky Baker song right. okay noted Rosie Fletcher you are now 13 years old you're a teenager and you're as good as gold admittedly We'd have to change the lyrics because I'm going to be 28. Yeah, but... <laughs> 27 doesn't scan though, does it? So let's do some snacks. Um, snacks. My snack, wait, I wrote it down. What is it? Apple pie. Oh, great. But like those little, a little, an individual apple pie from the supermarket. Like a uh, Mr. Kipling oh, Mr. apple Kipling pie. One. You know what I was thinking of? Like a McDonald's. But a supermarket one. owner's, uh, no. Although, I mean, they are delicious. These. If you battered them, oh my God. Well, they are exceedingly good. Um, but just, you know, supermarket owner's fine. It's the, the specific um, texture of the apple. Like it's, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like in a sauce. But it also it's got a similar texture to the pickles that you Japanese pickles, but softer. Well I'm out. <laughs> My snack. How do they how do they keep them together in like like cubes? How does it not all just turn to a mush? Like you. They must add some later for texture. My snack is American style mega marshmallows in peanut butter hot chocolate. You know those huge American marshmallows that live on the floor and they're yeah. like huge. Uh, how and do they're... you fit the rest of the hot chocolate in the in the um in the cup? Well, you balance it on top because they're like the size of a cup. Yeah. Oh, I see. But uh, then peanut butter hot chocolate, and then you stick one of those on top, and they're so huge you can just let a bit melt, take it out with your fingers, suck off all the gooey bit, and stick it Eat back a in. Bit. I'm really reconsidering how I might appear to the rest of the world following this episode. <laughs> you keep all your stuff on your floor, America, and I'm scooping hot marshmallow over myself. And you could just scoop hot marshmallow out of a, out of like so your marshmallow out of a hot beverage, <laughs> smear it on your face, and then slop it back in again. And um, then yeah, right. So let's do needle and thread. Needle and thread. I have, I have, I have craft. I did what? craft. Okay, go for it. So, you know the sidewalk shawl that I started making on a train to Disneyland? Yes. And it was horrible. 
Yes. I finally worked out why it was horrible. So the bit, well, the problem was that I was having trouble reading the pattern. It told you to, at the end of the first row, it said turn, and then it appeared to give more instructions. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this, like a mini, a mini extra bit? And then you go back and start, like, how does this, anyway. What was printed after the turn was what you should now have. But it didn't, it, it wasn't very clear that that was what it was telling you. Yeah. So when you get to turn at the end of the instructions, ignore what is printed afterwards and move on to row two. Totally makes total sense. Yeah. Looks like this. Like, looks like, you know, crocheting. And I'm no help because I can't crochet. So I've not done very much. On, I don't think I've done anything on my Rhine Lush shawl. I think with lace work is you do have to concentrate and... Um, but I've done a little bit more on my socks which haven't been that interesting because the bit I've done was just knitting and I've got like another inch to knit before I do the toe on the first sock Um, and when we last recorded I was about to go and make my Simnel cake and my Easter nests and I did do that and they're both absolutely baller good good for you thank you thank you I'm going to make a cake this afternoon slash evening great super excited and I'm going to do more of my shawl which is incidentally the sidewalk shawl from Stitch Nation by Debbie Stoller lovely stuff what have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! Um, well, we talked a lot about Julie's green room, and uh, for the last few weeks it's been Jessica's Saturday morning programming, and it's a bit like, you know, when you're a child and you get up and watch cartoons, or maybe you'd watch SNTV Live, or Live and Kicking. Well, I too currently have a Saturday morning TV show, and that TV show is RuPaul's Drag Race Season <laughs> 9, because it uh, yeah. is now broadcast on Fridays, and Netflix are doing this series, like um, iZombie or Pretty Little Lies, and putting up the episodes straight away. So when I wake up on a Saturday morning, it's already on Netflix, and I wake up at about 7. So at 7am every Saturday, I'm in bed watching my drag queens, <laughs> um, and it is... That's, that's- very exciting it's actually quite a lovely start to the weekend good uh, so i can recommend that my favorite this season is valentina come talk to me i would like to also recommend uh, an article from the new statesman i don't know if you've come across the thing face app which if you use a yeah. selfie and it modifies it to change yeah. your gender or your age um and it was talking about how people say the selfie generation are the most narcissistic people ever and it's a list of things people <laughs> have done that are more narcissistic than the so-called uh, selfie generation including rembrandt who created over 100 self-portraits and then made his students copy them in order to learn about art and then also painted himself into his artwork of the crucifixion of That's course he for did. Example. Queen Ranavalona, the first of Madagascar, who ordered that a road be built as she walked so that her journey was smoother and 10,000 people died building it. <laughs> Joseph Stalin, Strong who work. shot his own parrot for mimicking him. So it's just a fun thing about narcissists. I, I'm not sure that Joseph Stalin understood the concept of parrots. No. I mean, why have a parrot in the first place? Mm. Um, and also, I would just like to recommend Barry M's Matt Me Up lipstick, which I bought this week and which I am low-key in love with okay okay and i didn't know where else to put that but it's just a new lipstick that i really like i love matte lipstick uh i really enjoyed a picture that was tweeted by trigger vey of i'm guessing her daughter who found a stick and this was a few weeks ago i'm sure everyone's seen it but she wanted to show everyone the stick it's a really good stick and uh contrary to uh general uh conventional wisdom do scroll down for the comments because you know how sometimes twitter suddenly becomes a really really nice place yeah uh if everyone just saying that is a great stick like well done on finding that stick excellent stick work yeah really good uh, and it's really really cute um and i've also really enjoyed this bizarre trend of people making um sentences out of spotify playlists um there was one which was um which was really really long digression about a guy trying to get um 
more chicken nuggets. I was trying to get three barbecue sauces and chicken nuggets. And it went on for like pages. No, like multiple, four images to a tweet, multiple tweets. They had, yeah, they had to like tweet to multiple times because they, you can only fit four images. Uh, And that was, that was strong, strong work. Also, Ian McKellen discussing uh, whether or not one should sing and dance if one is not as good at singing or dancing. With no disrespect to La La Land. Yes. (laughs) In a pink pashmina. I mean, could anything get better? So, yeah, that's that's basically that. I mean, that one the internet, didn't it? Really good. So, that's me. And me. Um, I don't know how I feel about this episode. It's happened, for <laughs> Mixed. sure. Mixed. Yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Maybe it's, hopefully this will only be like 50-60% garbage fire then. Um, we'll speak to you in our next episode, beloved listeners. Or we won't, because you're so offended by my <laughs> declarations that Americans keep things <laughs> on the floor. Not all of them! Just generally the things I've seen, like <laughs> wide floor space, and then I'll just like put things on the floor. Get a side table. Jesus. <laughs> Get a shelving unit. You've got IKEA. <laughs> uh... Cool. All right. Um, we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Please don't leave us. To find out more and to read show notes, find links and photos for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica t-shirts are now available. You can shop for all your Day of Fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Thanks for listening.